0: Dave o, Tom and Callum here for the podcast. Now, Callum, you went away this weekend to Melbourne. You went to the big smoke and lived the big high life.
1: I did. It was fun. Uh, I quite like Melbourne. I haven't been in years, but it was a good time. I went with my parents for a belated birthday sort of event for me. Yep. Mm. And we, it, you know, it shows that when you're there, when you're there in Melbourne, and like you say, Dave, the big smoke, you sort of realise how people act a little bit differently and they won't entertain your bullshit.
2: Okay. So you wouldn't go too well over in Melbourne then? Hey, I'll have a a, a shit house time. (laughs) I behaved
1: very much so. It was more my dad. We went out for a nice uh, Vietnamese restaurant for the Saturday night. Yeah, okay. Mm. And as we're there, he looks through the menu and there's this one dish called the hot dog Hot dog it honestly
2: dog to it
1: sounds like one of those weird hybrids that it sounds like one of those movies like shark spider yeah yeah, yeah yeah you know and it obviously gets your attention and intrigued and he's asked the waitress and he's like so what is the hot dog to and makes a full <laughs> scene of it
2: probably and exactly what it sounds like am i right <laughs> yeah pretty much she yeah, okay. turns around and
1: she's like well it's a hot dog bun with you know and with like gourmet octopus seared and put in the hot dog bun and whatnot mm-hmm. and then he goes to make more jokes and cracks more jokes about the hot dog to and he's like so is all like battered like can you get the octopus in the hotel? and goes on these tangents and then yeah, right. she turns around and she's like yes like she's got to the point where she's not entertained by it whatsoever no, yeah. and she's like yes it's a hot dog with octopus you
2: know, <laughs> are she, you okay about it like? and she
1: walks off and shakes her head i've never seen a way disgust. to shake their head in disgust
2: so like i guess the main question here is did your dad mark leaney get the hot dog octopus?
1: No, he didn't.
2: He didn't even get and it. You know what, maybe? After parading this poor woman, I'd be pissed off too if I was her. Yeah,
1: he was just literally asking about the hot octopus and hassling her. So I turned to him and I was like, you know, these Melbourneites, they're not going to like it. They don't appreciate people taking the piss.
2: No one does. And no one does anywhere. I mean, well, so he's just grilled this poor chick for like what I can only assume was much longer than needed to be time. Yeah,
0: yeah if he's anything like you,
2: Callum Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, can't read a crowd. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, one shut up. Hamming down on the same joke. It's like, come on, mate, it's past <laughs>
1: But yeah, inevitably he didn't get the hot octopus and what did he get? Did he get something more? similar? Hey, I think chicken.
2: Yeah, okay, right. Some, yeah. Something
1: a whole lot less Jesus interesting. Satay chicken. The hot
2: no. <laughs> The leanies loose in Melbourne, hey? Hey,
3: big
2: holiday. <laughs> Let's get into this podcast. Do
3: it. You're listening to Dave O'Tom and Callum, the
0: podcast. So, I've started a bit of a side hustle on the weekends. Oh, and yeah? it's it? Um, it's MC's emce- Kids' birthdays? No, no, no.
1: It's MCing gigs. Ah, mm. yes. Mm. So, big speaking role. You're, are you a hype? A hype girl? Is that the, uh, the definition?
0: Kind <laughs> of. That could be coming. <laughs> but also, so MCing gigs it involves a bit of public speaking, of course, which is mm-hmm. ridiculous for someone who is terrified of public speaking. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. You're terrified of public I mean, everyone's kind of terrified of public speaking. It's practice makes perfect. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I'm fine here in the studio. It's different. Obviously, I haven't got a room of people looking at me, but Mm. when I have to do that in, in public, it is terrifying. So on the weekend, my budget asked me to come to their personal development day and talk to their staff about my experience with the company and whatever. And I said, yeah, sure, that sounds great, no problems. So I brought my favourite co-host along with me, yes, Tom. Yes, I was there. Um, and <laughs> I, uh, I got there and I was getting a little bit nervous, uh, as you could tell,
1: Tom.
2: Yeah, yeah, well, um, you were, you were non-stop talking about how nervous you were. I tried to cheer you up by saying, hey, it's okay. Yeah, I get okay. nervous too. That so, probably didn't help.
1: I was mm. in Melbourne and didn't get to witness this. Was there a lot of prep beforehand? Like, was Tom hyping you up saying, don't get nervous? Was Not- there a lot backstage, like, eight mile just prepping? A
0: little bit of that. But also, like, I think the problem is, is when it comes to, like, my anxiety with this sort of thing, it presents itself in a particular way that's extra embarrassing. And that is my scalp is as hot as the sun and it just won't stop Sweating. It's getting hot
1: in here. Yeah.
0: So, so I, you, were,
2: you had like a water fountain running off your head. Pretty much. And, uh, as yeah. you witnessed. Yeah. So I
0: see. had curled my hair. <laughs> Let me tell you, by the time I was finished on stage, it was dead straight. Are, yeah.
1: you, are you doing the classic, like while you're doing the speech, pulling out like a handkerchief and like dampening no. yourself <laughs> on the forehead?
0: No, I was lucky in this particular situation, I didn't need to, but... I could feel a sweat drop coming off of my hair as I'm talking to Tammy Barton of My Budget Fame on stage.
1: It's it's so anxiety-inducing as well because... (laughs) Obviously no one's going to notice a droplet of sweat It's a droplet of sweat It's a yeah. microcosm of water almost But mm. to you running down your neck You're going to assume there's a whole waterfall coming down your face yes, For sure yeah. I Absolutely. mean being
2: in the crowd you, de- you just definitely couldn't notice So it was okay But, but in
0: my heart and soul In your I heart was, and
2: soul you were broken you, sorry. Were, you were a broken woman on that stage
0: Yeah so we went upstairs <laughs> And you and um, you and our content manager Sophie's Tom Were trying to sort of make me feel better about yeah. it And she's, uh, she's going to me Don't worry babe like the Kim Kardashian and wet lookers in, and yep. I'm going, that's not helpful. <laughs> 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 These people
1: clearly know I haven't been to the beach. I've been in the city the whole day.
2: <laughs> Davo, it's it's okay, though. I wouldn't get too hung up on it. You got so many compliments on the day. People kept stopping you, complimenting you, how good you are, how much they love the show, how much they love listening to you in the mornings. <laughs> I um didn't get a single compliment all day. On my
0: arm. <laughs> on my arm the whole time. <laughs>
2: First rule of the Dave o. Tom and Callum podcast is you don't talk about the Dave O'Tam and Callum podcast. The second rule of the Dave o. Tom and Callum podcast is you don't talk about the Dave o. Tom and Callum podcast. My goodness, something very
0: exciting happened on Friday. Uh, it definitely made my day. Uh, we've got producer Henry on the mic because you made it to the paper.
2: Yes, I
4: sure did. Come hey. on, guys. How are we doing? Good,
2: very mate. Good. Good. You're in, yeah, you're in the, uh, the respectable tizer. Yeah, yeah.
4: Uh, who would have thought the first time I was going to be in the paper it wasn't going to be on like a misdemeanor crime or something <laughs> like that? I'm, I'm bloody thrilled.
0: Now, the title of this article was The New Doyle Talking His Way to Success.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Ain't that the
2: Truth. Oh, gee whiz. <laughs>
4: uh yeah, no, it was this little it was the lovely little puff piece that the guys decided to do because I've been hosting this uh gig down at the district, a uh, Battle mm-hmm. of the Bands for all these local bands. And uh obviously they wanted to get a little bit of hype about that in the media, and then it was like, Oh, we'll just utilise Jane Doyle as a little bit of way to yeah. blow that up a little bit. Your mum Jane Doyle. <laughs> yeah, sorry, as it often comes up. Yes, my mum Jane Doyle. <laughs>
0: So, the article itself was quite a little bit cheesy, isn't it? Like, the pictures? Yeah. So, the photos. Please describe the mic toss photo.
4: So, basically, they've gone... So, there's a staircase and there's a dividing wall that, like, leads up the staircase. So, they've got mum leaning up against it on one side and they've gone, all right, Henry, now, if you can just lean up, sort of shoulder to shoulder with your mum and grab the microphone and then three, two, one, as I say, one, just toss the (laughs) mic in the air. Big cheesy smile, that sort of thing. And that's exactly what the photo is. And it's come out... Kind of well. I'm glad that you can't see that I dropped the mic in that yeah. photo afterwards because they were like, you can't look at the mic, look down the camera. And that's hard to do left-handed. Yeah, okay. Oh, so
0: I did see the um, the article was on, obviously, Facebook and you were quite heavily involved in the comments section because... I mean, everyone was going on about how wonderful you are, Henry. And um,
2: little do they know. Yeah. Well hey that is a public presence that I've got going on, all right? That's all about the off air stuff. You officer.
0: are honestly the last person in the world that needs this extra boost of confidence, but I'm really happy for you. Yeah, I appreciate it.
4: There was I think my favorite one was uh, my favorite one on there was a bloke who tagged his mate in it and said, like, Oh, I didn't realise your mum was it." It's this guy who vaguely looks like me, he's got blonde hair and a beard and stuff like that. Yeah. Much more handsome than I am. Oh, and the I'm bloke sure. replied with rough, and I've replied with, thanks, boys, rough.
2: (laughs) Look, I guess it's it's got us all thinking about, you know, like, fame. Like, what was your 15 minutes of fame?
0: Henry likes to think this will be a lifeline. This is the
2: start of the decade, baby. (laughs) He also said that off air very earnestly earlier (laughs) on. Yeah, this is is no ruse
1: or character. This is the real man himself.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, look, my friend, 15 minutes of fame, I mean, my friend in high school was on a billboard outside of Mawson Lakes promoting the area. Yeah, oh,
1: that yeah. was very exciting. Very cool, like the head of Mawson Lakes, an advocate yeah. for the suburb. Yes, that's
2: my cool. my dad has uh very recently found his fifteen minutes of fame with uh, an Instagram reel that he's made. Uh, has gained about like fourteen thousand views and it has a couple oh, thousand likes, you know, and he's he is loving it. He oh, will not no. shut up about it. He will be loving that I'm talking about. What it did right he now. say
0: to you the other day?
2: He's like, "Who's the Instagram star now, mate?" <laughs> and I was like, you know "Oh my god, let me watch The Office in peace." Yeah. <laughs> Kudos to him though. Fourteen thousand isn't a bad hole I'd be pretty excited if I was your dad too. Look, he's gone viral, and he's really—he's uh, really letting everyone know about it. I'm going to promote it. I'm going to like his stuff. Look, so,
0: have you done a cameo on the news? Were you on the footy show? Were you in the advertiser for something silly? How, yeah. how
1: was it? Um, Kale Porter from the Drive Home was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire or whatever, or Deal or No Deal. He was on yeah. two different reality Price is shows, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: crazy. <laughs> There's a few great ones coming through. I uh, got this one. I went viral on TikTok with a video of my dog. Wasn't expecting it to blow up, and was looking at a Superb. Buster, but it came in at 14 million views. That's huge. Yeah, that's massive. That's yeah. way bigger than my dad's 14,000 yeah. views on his Instagram Take that, that he's Phil. loving. Take yeah. that Phil. <laughs> <Everyone's>, <laughs> you're not that
1: viral. Everyone's tried to reap a bit of fame right from your pet's account. Surely, I've made a cat Instagram account. Didn't go off like this one though. Unfortunately, <laughs> we've got it here as well. Every time I'm on fresh from Party Marty, you are uh, a regular. It's yeah. <laughs> very much appreciated. He
0: has his own tagline, Party Marty. <laughs> <laughs> and we also got another text in saying, "I embarrass myself." On millionaire hot seat, and no, I didn't win. Otherwise, I wouldn't be trying to call in for beat the receipt. <laughs> FML.
2: Well, good news, because beat the receipt is coming up next. Hey guys, we also did just get another text come through. Ooh. Someone said a photo of me and another woman was included in an article in the Tizer, reporting on the 45 degree heat and the big day out one year uh, essentially the photo is of us pouring water on ourselves in front of a stage wet t-shirt competition <laughs> <laughs> <Frame it. laughs> another text as well oh. got asked to be a food challenge taster on venice beach la only recognized gordon ramsey no one else oh no way that's so cool, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> you're listening to
3: Dave o, tom and callum the podcast
2: Recently, you came in a bit late to work, mm. and we decided, hey, there's got to be some sort of punishment, and we landed on... We, sp- we spun the wheel, a bunch of different punishments. We landed on getting your dating apps for a total of one hour.
0: Yes, oh. yes. And so, I was quite generous, and I gave Callum my Hinge, mm-hmm. and I gave you my Tinder.
2: Yes. and mm. Now, Callum did quite well off the Hinge. Yeah. Uh, turns out, Callum's great at flirting with boys, <laughs> yes. uh, and he, he managed to get you a date off <laughs> of Hinge In, in fact,
1: made some friends of my own. There was a yeah. point where I was just chatting to them uh, about ghost stories and video games and stuff and not doing my service of finding you a date, Davo. But hey, there are a few lucky gentlemen that did want to date you and they're on the hook if you do, please. Cool. Well, I mean, how are you and Mario going? You
0: guys a nice couple? Me and Mario are
1: hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, 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 yeah. So I've taken control of your Tinder. Now, I've written in the bio, look, Davo's lost a bet on Breakfast Radio. This account is being screened by co host Tom and Callum. If you pass this screening process, you may go on a date with Davo. Just so there's no catfishing involved. Nothing's going on. Everyone knows what's going Mm, on, right? So started swiping. I took the whole weekend. I'd break it up in 10, (laughs) 15-minute intervals. okay, mate. Took the whole weekend. Started swiping. Started getting some matches, which was fun. Exciting. Now, David, I didn't stitch you up at all here. I've Mm. actually done quite well. I matched with this guy who's six foot seven. We all know you love a tall bloke. Uh, Matched with this other guy who's just very handsome. And then, like, started getting all these matches. And I was like, geez, this is great. So I started sending the same sort of message. I'm like, hey, mate, just letting you know there's a screening process. This is uh, this is actually me here controlling this account. And if you pass this screening process, we can we can organise a date. I mean, right?
0: people on Tinder, what they want is um, you know wolves to jump over. Like that's exactly what they want on yeah. the dating app where you swipe I, exactly. someone to
1: meet up with. I have to ask Tom if you match with someone on Tinder and they turn around and said, "Hey, this is a
2: screening process
1: <laughs> for my mate." Do you reckon you'd go along with it? I don't know if I could be bothered.
2: I think I'd suss it yeah. for a total of two minutes and then decide is it from worth there. It? On. Yeah, but then, Davo, I started showing some people about, like, geez, look how good I am at this. Look how handsome these men are that I'm Mm. matching with for you. And people started to point out some faults that I didn't realise. So they couldn't
0: believe that these handsome men would match with me. Well,
2: yeah, the thing is, a lot of these handsome men um, don't have a lot going on on their profiles. And (laughs) it's been pointed out to me that... I may be the one getting catfished you're getting catfished
0: I love that you believe that a group of 10 men would be catfishing you as opposed to being interested in me <laughs> well,
2: look, it these are just, just things seems I've like you've just slapped out. me on the face on live radio <laughs> are, you,
1: are you claiming these are bots or you know just fake accounts look
2: I don't know I don't know but what I do you. know is that there's they this one guy. they absolutely
1: would never be interested in you
2: <laughs> this one guy yesterday I saw super liked you so I was like you know what yeah just for the just for the good of the heart Mm. Swipe right. Straight away, got a message from him. Bonjour, lads. Let's start this screening process, eh? Hey, so I think we've got you a date, Davo. That's two dates hey. from Tom and Callum. Bonjour Congratulations. You. Exotic. <laughs> Are you happy about this?
0: Thrilled. Yeah, thrilled. okay. She said <laughs> thrilled. <laughs> oh, Davo, Tom and Callum podcast. Oh, Davo, Tom and Callum podcast.
1: I'll have what she's having.
3: Davo, Tom and Callum, the podcast. Do you have a question that you need an answer to? How do I ask him out?
2: Should I cut my hair? Will I ever get my license? i got
0: me in a hypnosis.
3: Devo, Tom and Cullen present Psychic Predictions on Fresh 92.7. Oh,
0: we are very excited this morning. We are joined by Casey McKenzie. You've recently been named one of Adelaide's top 10 psychics, thanks to the teaser. Welcome.
3: Thank you for having me. It's amazing to be here.
1: No, it's so exciting to have you, Casey. And can you tell us just a little bit about yourself? What are your credentials in the psychic realm?
3: <laughs> yeah, sure. So I am, I've been tapping into my intuition, my psychic senses since I was about five. Yeah. So I amazing. had my very first experience when I was five years old. Uh, and then it wasn't until my probably mid-20s where I started to really open up and start experiencing things. So at this present time, I am doing a lot of Reiki healings, psychic mediumship readings. I also do like women's circles. So I do a lot of things um, which have like led me to this point. Okay. Where can people find you? So I predominantly use Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, So The Soul Lounge is my business. I also have a group which I always do like free readings on. Um, And also I do have an Instagram account too. Amazing. What's your Instagram handle? Um, So it's The Soul Lounge 111.
0: Amazing. Yeah. All right, well, if you want to check her out, go do that. So yes. what we're planning on doing here is we're going to get our listeners to call up and ask a question. You know, it's a small question. We can't yeah. do a full reading, unfortunately, but something that you've been burning on needing to know. And we're going to give you an example now. So, Callum?
1: Yep. So you might have heard it in the intro, <laughs> Casey. Uh, one of my dilemmas and big questions of my life is when will I get my license? Because <laughs> it's been a few years, and, and as we've discussed, it goes into sort of pattern formation mm. of um I'll try and do it and I'll do you know 3 weeks of constant driving and then I'll just stop for a year so it's been in that pattern for a while mm. so when will I get that license
3: <laughs> <laughs> well what are we going to do with you Callum because I feel like you need a bit of a kick you know you need a bit of that motivation yeah bus. Like as soon as I'm tuning into your energy, they're just saying you need that push. But I do see you getting it next year. I really connect to the month of February, but damn,
1: because I really wanted it for summer. I was talking, okay. I was bragging, I was going to get a convertible uh, to everyone in the office. So. Okay,
3: so so she reckons February, February next
1: year. You know that's not bad. Yeah, that's not a bad haul. It's not too far away.
3: But also the interpretation of that could be the number two. So it could be like you get it in two weeks, two months. You know there can always be different ways of that interpretation it could be the second of december next year yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i suppose the timing really depends on how motivated you're going to be between now and february basically okay Ah, interesting so that's what i'm gonna say yeah excellent
0: all right well thank you for that one now we've got a cooler
2: we do we've got Gemma from salisbury heights on the line now Gemma, what is the question that you'd like to ask casey
0: Hello,
3: uh, my question
2: was, do I wait for him or not? Do I wait for
3: him or not? Casey, what's yeah. your
2: opinion She's smiling here, here. Yeah, I'm not
3: sure. I, <laughs> I know. Um, I'm just going to tune into it because when I feel this energy, I just feel like it's very hot and cold. So to me, it feels like you're it's on and then it's off and then it's on and then it's off and it just feels Mm -hmm. a bit messy. So what I would feel and what I feel and what I want to say to you is that I don't feel like it's going to be worth your time in the long run, but you're not ready yet to let that go. You know, Spirit, are really like um, keeping you in this place because I feel like he tells you what you want to hear and he's really, really good at, you know, making you feel comfortable when he's there but then he pulls away. So I, obviously it's always your choice, but spirit are saying that you would be better off savoring your time and energy and, you know, committing to someone that's going to actually be consistent. So you really got to work through this pull that he, this, this person has over you. Cause I feel like he's got other commitments and other things as well. Does that read
0: true, Gemma? It does ring
1: very true. Thank you. Mm, Interesting. Yeah. It's hard for Gemma. I mean, she has to break up with someone. I uh, no, my not, in two months.
0: That's not what <laughs> Casey said, but fair enough. You're listening to Dave o, Tom and Callum, the podcast. So a cheeky-ass grandma from Texas, uh, <laughs> she's recently passed away. Um, her name was Jody, and she decided for her funeral she would go out with a bit of a bang and give everyone a Ouija boards and oh. say, hey, stay in touch.
2: Yeah, okay. That's it's so a funny. bit of beyond the grave prank.
0: Yeah. Now, this lady was described as a bit of a firecracker. Yeah. Her granddaughter Sounds said she like had it. a great sense of humor and, um, yeah, she just really thought this would be a great time. She also <laughs> included in this little Giveaway at the funeral, <laughs> saying a photo of herself with her tongue sticking out and her middle fingers up.
1: Yeah, okay. So this is, like, in the realm of those really fun funerals. Um, I saw another one where when the casket was being, like, lowered into the ground, they had um, requested, like, an audio of them being like, let me out, yeah. let, me out <laughs> let me out, let me out. So good.
0: Yeah, they also had in this article some other chicky babe um, over in Birmingham uh, organised a DJ to come and do a set. Wow at wow. the funeral, so yeah, everyone was fun. dancing at the funeral.
1: That's the dream. You know when you say, you know when you turn to your mate and you're like, hey you know when I eventually go crack a tinny on my tombstone, that's fine or you have these requests. It's so weird when it actually comes to fruition and then people actually do get DJs dancing
2: on the graves. Well I suppose like funerals are such a sad thing, but it's meant to be like a celebration of that person's yeah, life so absolutely. like to have a bit of fun with it, like especially if you're organising it from beyond the grave
0: Yeah, why my, not? my grandpa had um uh, always look on the bright Side of Life playing.
2: Oh, yeah. From <laughs> Monty you know, Python. Yeah, yeah, from
0: Monty <laughs> Python. I <laughs> thought it was so funny. So
1: good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I get older. The Dave Tom, and Callum podcast stays the same age. So yeah, I went to Melbourne on the weekend, it was pretty good. Uh, Just like a family holiday, belated birthday thing. Yeah, Uh, Went with the folks, the parents, met up with a few friends there though, but yeah, it was a good time. You got to see a musical while you were there as well. Yeah, went and saw Hamilton.
0: Yeah, it was nice. Was it good?
1: So yeah, it was was really good actually, yeah. Um, So pretty much a wholesome family thing with my parents and of course it was a belated birthday, so we did a lot of things uh, that were nice. We went out for dinner, you know, went out for lunches and we just stayed together. Mind you, you probably didn't pay
2: for a single meal. Absolute spoiled little yeah.
1: boy. I paid for the Sky Bus, the Sky City bus that
2: goes from the airport <laughs> to the city, which Just is your our own destination. Ticket, Just your, is... your own ticket. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but of course we're at we're at the no. <laughs> hated that. <laughs> no, I bought Jeez. everyone's. I bought everyone's. Just oh, yeah. you know, not the return fee. But um so I'm at the restaurant, right? And this is on the Saturday, and you know, it's pretty much the big hitter. This is like the birthday dinner, like yeah. a nice one, belated. And My dad, he can't help but to make it about him. I mean, this is my birthday
2: dinner. Jeez, mate, your birthday (laughs) was over a month ago now. Get over it.
0: He's um, paying for this whole thing out the wazoo, but, you know, know, it's all about respect.
1: And pretty much mid-dinner, mid-dinner, it missed, like, my mum on her phone and then putting it down. My dad Mm -hmm. goes for something even worse. He gets up the home security cameras on his app on the phone (laughs) and cannot put his phone away. He literally, like, purchases it up on a drink jug. So he's keeping
0: an eye on it like a detective.
1: (laughs) Yeah, how weird. He's keeping an eye on the house, Yeah, he's in Melbourne. I'm trying to tell him it's a holiday (laughs) and my birthday.
2: Why did he feel the need to check the cameras?
1: Did a notification go off? Who knows? Because, like, all he would report on, he'd get up the camera and mid-dinner, after, like, having conversation and everything, he'd interject with, hey, the cats have been fed. You know, the people (laughs) feeding our cats have come over and (laughs) they The cats have been fed, everyone. Don't worry about it. So,
2: Was he miscellaneous...
0: critiquing the cat feeding?
2: <laughs> no, he wasn't. He was just alerting us mm. that it had been done. Does he do this often? Does he just watch the cameras? Like, Does he not skip out on TV just to, like, suss the cameras? No, I think it's because he's in Melbourne. He's got this, like, he's got this fear or something that will happen. But it,
1: it didn't seem like he was that, you know, worried. He just wanted to give constant updates. That's the thing, though. He's
0: more happy to look at his phone than actually be present in the moment for your <laughs> son's birthday in Melbourne. Take me back to Adelaide. <laughs>